Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, WrestleZone would like to welcome you to tonight's live event. Before we begin, please be advised that all WrestleZone stars are professionally trained, so please do not copy or imitate anything you see here tonight. Please also be aware that WrestleZone is proud to provide entertainment suitable for all ages, and we ask that you refrain from using any inappropriate language this evening. Hello and welcome back to the WrestleZone podcast. I am your host as always, Billy. We're here to give you a quick recap on this past Saturday's Blue Toon Wrestling Extravaganza took place at the Palace Hotel in Peterhead. A really fun night for WrestleZone uh, in association with the Peterhead Community Council. There was lots of, of charity buckets and hampers going around and part of raffle prizes as well. So it was a really great night for wrestling uh, in Peterhead on Saturday. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I'll tell you that for free. It was it was a good night uh, of of just plenty of great action. That I'm just going to give you a quick recap on in this edition of the podcast of the WrestleZone podcast. Uh, I've, I've, if I've not already mentioned, my name is Billy. Uh, I am a, a absolute WrestleZone dork. If this is the first time you're watching uh, a podcast, we've got previews and recaps of previous events uh, from up to well, starting from last year and the run up to Aberdeen Anarchy, and uh, we're we're just going to continue doing that uh, as I hope to get to quite a lot of the events this year for WrestleZone. There'll be one or two that unfortunately I will miss, uh, but we'll try and keep you as up to date as possible uh, through the previews and the like and other podcasts and through the website swnscotland.com. So let's just, let's look at Blue Toon Wrestling Extravaganza. Like I say, it took place on the 27th, 24th, today's 27th, no, tomorrow's 27th. I'm all over the place. Uh, 24th of February at the Palace Hotel in Peterhead for a Blue Toon Wrestling Extravaganza. Kicking off the show, obviously the VIP section. Uh, the VIP ticket holder match was a triple threat with Chris Archer taking on Oliver Green and Evan Young and a match that the Archer didn't seem that interested after calling out this challenge. Didn't seem what interested in actually getting involved in the early goings with Young and Green going back and forth uh, with with Archer trying to maybe sneak in, get involved, but ultimately getting thrown out of the ring uh, several times during the match. But in the end, thanks to some uh, some let's call it uh, ingenuity. Well, the referee was distracted. Well, not even through distraction. It was a triple threat match with those qualifications. But uh, Chris Archer took a chain from out of his boot and leathered Oliver Green in the face to pick up the win and the pinfall. So this is this is Chris Archer's first win in about a year. I think the last time he won was about April last year. Uh, I, I think it was Oliver Green then as well. So that's the first time he's, he's picked up a victory. Tainted win, perhaps, using the chain. But a win nonetheless. So Chris Archer is hoping to that puts him back in track, back on track when we've got Regal Rumble coming up on March 30th. So we'll see if that helps. Uh, Evan Young, great showing. Oliver Green, great showing until ultimately getting smacked in the face with a chain. Unfortunate for him. Uh, but another win for oh, a, a big win for Chris Archer on his, his road to redemption to try and hopefully, maybe, win the Regal Rumble and become a tri uh, a triple crown winner in WrestleZone. And nobody else has managed the feat yet, uh, with Aspen only being the, being the only person to win the triple crown and Grand Slam in WrestleZone. There's a lot of people that could go through the Regal Rumble uh, to, to manage that feat. So we'll see 
how that works out on March 30th. Kicking off the main show, we had Zach Dynamite taking on TV's Omar Mohammed. Uh, absolute beautiful match. It was it was a fantastic match uh, that saw, showed a lot of back and forth. That showed a lot of growth in Omar Mohammed, uh, considering their last match at Trinity Center Takeover, uh, which saw Zach Dynamite ultimately win. We saw Omar fight back several times. He was able to to harness that rage he had as well. Zach Dynamite came out. Uh, to the ring with a Mr. WrestleZone mask in hand to try and goad TV's Omar Mohammed a bit more, because why not at that stage? Because uh, because Zach Dynamite is a terrible person. Uh, he needed to try to goad him. At one point, he even put the mask on Omar, which seemed to just enrage, but still harnessed that rage for Omar, who started just wailing on Zach Dynamite. But it wasn't all clean sailing. It wasn't smooth sailing at all, because Captain Alan Sterling arrived to try and steal... Uh, the Shawadi Wadi, uh, Omar Mohammed's Shivani, uh, even noting, even noting to Blue Thunder, asking him and telling him that, asking him why he was trying to stop him from stealing uh, Shawadi Wadi, but that that distraction caused Omar to walk it to interrupt Omar when he was trying to do a Thunder Gun Express, turned right into a super kick and a kill shot uh, for Omar to be pinned for the three count. So Zack Dynamite won the victory, but. Didn't, I don't think it really settled anything, and if anything, it just probably enraged Omar further because he was distracted by the buffoonery of. Up next was the outfit Ted O'Keefe and Murphy taking on the Warriors against low life entities. And to be honest, it was quite a dominant display by the tag team champions in this non title match. Uh, Brian Tucker and, and Reese Hawkins, they. They tried, they did their best, but the, ultimately their shenanigans came up to cost them as they just kind, kind of buffooned around a little bit. I'm using buffoon a lot. That's, that's, that's the key phrase for this episode of the podcast, this recap edition. Um, Dawkins put on a really fine performance, even when Tucker was on. Tucker was great. We, got, we can't forget that he is a multi-time former tag team champion, uh, but ultimately these these two still don't really have that kind of gel when it comes to being in tag team competition. They seem to get into each other's path, don't have a, a game plan, whether if they do or don't, Tucker doesn't remember it. And it, it just really, it, it's, a, it's working against the Warriors against low-life entities uh, when they can't kind of get on the same page. They maybe have the same book, but they're not on the same page when it comes to trying to to gain victory. I mean, they've done it. They've they've won matches. I think it was a handicap match last time they, they actually won a tag team match. But it, they did they do need to possibly revaluate their their tag team because it's not going well for them. Uh, Ted O'Keefe and Murphy put on a fine performance. They were in all smiles. Uh, I don't know if it's if they stopped being grumpy because they've got rid of like the waistcoats and the all the things that was kind of oh just all keeping them in. Making I mean I know if I'm wearing a really tight jumper, I get really really uh, annoyed and grumpy. And now they're they've got vests and t-shirts and they're let loose and they're they're free to to just stretch their arms and clothesline people. Uh, we've got well a bit of a tribute to Dino as well, who's on the injured list at the moment with the with the big strut elbow from Ted O'Keefe. And it was a really, yeah, good performance from the outfit. They put on a great show. And uh, they'll be working towards the Regal Rumble, where we may see the return of Dino. We don't know what the timetable is for his return. And we'll get to see the trio and use that free bird rule 
in effect to see where the tag team nature of the tag team scene landscape goes. Uh, there's some tab, tag teams in WrestleZone they haven't faced just yet, uh, but we'll also see how that goes. We're, we're on the way to Abnanarchy. Are they going to get? A, is there going to be a, a surprise? Is there going to be a big team? We haven't we haven't seen this this particular team uh, take on the likes of of this of Skull Brawl, Flippy and Drippy. Those those two teams are are very new, but we could see them uh, facing off on the roads to Abnanarchy. Um, well, um... up next was their first half main event was the WrestleZone Tri-Counties Championship when Caleb Valhalla defended successfully against uh, Connor Malloy uh, by pinfall big spear to finish off the match but the story about this one is is just the difference we saw from Station Hotel Showdown where Connor was was very respectful in that match we, we saw them have the, their battle their impromptu battle in January last year, and then fast forward to February this year, and Connor's this cocky, uh, smug, smarmy individual, influenced very clearly by by not only the the mental breakdown he had from losing to Aspen at Christmas Chaos, but also the influence of Ronan King. Uh, we got to see a little bit of a different side to Connor, who who put on a, a absolute. There's no deny he's a fantastic wrestler. That's that's something that we can't deny. But this cockiness may have cost him because he got arrogant. He got arrogant during this match, and we had to, and Caleb was able to to refocus and regenerate and be able to hit that big spear to finish off the match. Uh, There's a lot of great counters. There's a fantastic counter on the outside when Connor was trying to use the ring post to to lift up to lift himself up for. A slice spread number two, uh, Shirinari, I think it's called. I can't remember. I, I apologize. Uh, but uh, Aspen, ah, I'm all over the place. Uh, Caleb was able to to lift him over into a fireman's carry position, which was which was stunning. And uh, we also got to see a lot of lot of great counters into German suplexes as well. It was just a really really fantastic match. A great defense for Caleb Valhalla um, for a very game Connor Malloy. We didn't see Ronan get involved. We didn't see Aspen get involved. It was just a straight up. At one on one, Kill Valhalla defending against Connor Bloy, and he was able to successfully do so. So you still your WrestleZone Tri Counties champion is Kill Valhalla. After the interval, we got Mickey Vago with Tommy Raiden taking on Captain Alan Sterling, and turnabout was fair play with TV's Omar Mohammed coming out towards the end to to distract Captain Allen, uh, causing him to lose the match, uh, walking into a stunner himself. Captain Allen was game though. He, he hit his own stunner during the match. Uh, we started off the match with, with him pointing out with Mickey Vago having a kendo, so a Singapore cane, and with Tommy Raiden having drumsticks that there was just too much wood in the ring and Vago needed to be checked for more wood by the referee, uh, which was a, a very, very interesting moment of interesting development in the match uh, itself. Uh, but no, we got lots of, of, of goings on here, Captain Allen. Like, like I say, for like the the warriors against low life entities they may present themselves as as idiots but they're very accomplished and very good pro wrestlers and and they make sure that their distractions most of the time work in their favor so we got uh tommy Raiden got ridden by cap Allen around the ring at one point which was a sight to behold uh to to see in the Palace Hotel in Peterhead for Bluetooth Wrestling Extravaganza. It was, it was, it, and it was a terrified Tommy Raiden as, as he was being ridden by Captain Allen around the ring. 
Um, there's just a, it was just a lot going on, but a lot of fun. We got to see uh, Mickey Vago do his his patented cartwheel elbow. Uh, although I saw one on the internet and it, it may have put his to shame, uh, even though he he, can, he considers his, his own one the best in Scotland certainly. Uh, but <laughs> we got to see a lot of of fun stuff in that match uh, as a spectator certainly. But ultimately, Mickey Vago picked up another win with that stunner, uh, thanks to a little bit of a distraction for TV's Omar Mohamed. A big win as he's looking to build upon main event Vago at the end of last year. And we're looking to see if he, he'll do well in the Regal Rumble. I think he's got pretty high, he's probably got a high, high chance of doing well in the Regal Rumble. But, but selfishly, selfishly, I don't want him to be a championship match because I'm I'm rooting to see Avni Araki on May 11th. We're going to see fagging and headbagging with him and Gangrel as a team. That's my hope. That's my prayer. That's what we're hoping for here at the WrestleZone podcast. We're hoping to see uh, fagging and headbagging as a team. In our, in our penultimate contest of the evening, William Starling and Damien defeated the foundation of the future, Ryan Riley and Bruiser Brad Evans, but it was by disqualification. Uh, so during the match, William Sterling uh, took a couple couple big bumps at the start of the match. He was getting thrown around, uh, pushed over by Brad and Ryan. Uh, Ryan was able to to kind of cut off the ring for for the foundation. The foundation were doing really well. They were doing great. They had Damien a lot of the time. They, they were trying to uh, cut off the ring as they do as a fantastic tag team. Uh, but ultimately, when when things were starting to go array 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 is that the word array uh, Zach Dynamite emerged all in black because I didn't even notice him when he came into the ring at first I was like what's happening oh it was Zach Dynamite uh, Zach Dynamite came in the ring and started assaulting Damien when the rest of the foundation of the future joined in as well before William Sterling uh, chased them off with Bruiser Brad's own chain so two chains uh, chains are just a dangerous thing to have in WrestleZone it seems uh, two chains a rapper am I misremembering that I don't know I'm I'm old. Uh, so we've got to see what the foundation. The foundation is still determined to break the foundations of WrestleZone, and that didn't change on this evening where they was they went after Damien specifically, and before William Sterling tried to make it safe. The interesting thing for me was watching Blue Thunder on the stage. He was he was he was manning the crew, and he he even looked like he he had a little step. He was, I, th- I thought maybe we'll see Blue Thunder try and step in here. Uh, but ultimately, it was William Starling that did uh, that made the save for Damien. So that's Mr. WrestleZone, that's Damien, that's William Starling. They've, they've all been assaulted by the foundation of the future, and we'll see how that plays out coming soon. Whether it's going to be Regal Rumble, we're going to see that. Usually there's a big tag team match at Regal Rumble, whether we're going to see it there, or we're going to have to wait until Avdianarchy for a resolution and see if, if uh, the foundation of the future is just that. Causing breaking the foundations of wrestling zone for their own foundation of the future in Scottish wrestling in the northeast, certainly. And in the main event, lost by Aspen successfully retained the undisputed wrestling zone championship against Ronan King in an absolutely sublime contest. Uh, I've I've said I will say in other podcasts that that. There were three absolutely outstanding matches uh, for me personally. Um, actually, I'm sorry, I apologize. Two absolutely outstanding matches. Like there, there was all great matches, but this, the main event, and uh, Zack Dynamite versus TV, TV's Omar Mohammed. These were two. There were two of the most standout matches of the show. Um, 
lost by Aspen, retained against Ronan King, and this was this wasn't just a, a an easy defense for Aspen. Ronan held his own. He he came close quite often. He he did a fantastic job. Again, maybe it's the same as Connor that arrogance came into play quite often as he spent more time uh, trying to to engage the crowd in, in showing off himself. I mean, he is twenty years old. He's got to show show himself off a little bit more. You know, he's he got cocky. He got cocky. He started gyrating, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but eventually, as promised earlier in the match, he got tombstoned on his head by Lost Boy Aspen. Uh, for the eventual win for the pinfall victory. But no, an, an incredible main event for Bluetooth Wrestling Extravaganza for Lost by Aspen and Ronin King. And I've, I've, again, I'll say this in another podcast, I personally think of what I've seen, this has been Aspen's best title defence as a as a match, as a spectator. Certainly, it was an incredible match. Ronin King, he may be cocky, he may be young, he may be all these things that you should hate, and you do hate, you boo him, because... Like, because he's he's uh, he's better than us. That's 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 the long and short of it. He's better than us, even though he doesn't have the confidence in himself. T-shirt available at at uh, tmail.com slash Scott Resnet. Uh, you you can't deny how good he is, though. And I think even though he he lost in this match again with no interference from Conor Malloy, there was no interference from Caleb Valhalla, which I I suspected there may have been, but there wasn't. He's still my firm favourite. He's my number one favourite for the Regal Rumble this year, Ronan King. And this is a setback for him. And it's now going to be up to his character uh, how he's going to bounce back from it. So he lost the Tri-County's title match at uh, Christmas Chaos, but they did win uh, in a tag team match. Flippy and Drippy were victorious against against Skull Brawl at uh, Granite City Showdown. And then he's lost this undisputed title match. But I think bouncing back now, He's got all the confidence in the world. It's now putting that into action. And I still think Ronan King is your firm favourite for the Regal Rumble this year. I don't I don't know how that's going to go, uh, but I, I suspect we're going to see Aspen and Ronan clash again because it was an absolutely wonderful contest. Uh, as a fan to watch, uh, I enjoyed. Uh, but that's it. That's the recap of... Blue Tunic Wrestling Extravaganza, nice quick episode as the recaps always are. We'll have more episodes coming up about this show. We'll have uh, a SWM podcast soon. I think it's going to be in March. But if you go to patreon.com slash scottresnet, you can probably find it out this week. I'm, I'm working on it today. and we'll, we'll get the montage and all that kind of stuff put together and it'll be ready, hopefully, to go out by the end of the week at the very latest. So go check out our Patreon. Uh, go check out swnscotland.com. Go check out WrestleZone uh, as well, at WrestleZone on X Twitter and Facebook. Uh, you can find WrestleZone as well. Upcoming events, March 30th, we've got Regal Rumble at Curl Aberdeen, and the tickets are available at ringsideworld.co.uk. And also on May 11th, we've got Gangrel coming to, to Rich Energy Arena in Aberdeen. Tickets are also available on ringsideworld.co.uk. Go check them out. But that has been the recap of Blue Tune Wrestling Extravaganza. What a night. A fantastic night. Raise the money for charity and get some great wrestling at the same time. What's not to love? Uh, but no, for now, my name's me, Billy. Have a good one. Enjoy your wrestling.